0: Tom Panos, John McGrath, Troy Malcolm, and if only you heard the intro to the intro, I have to say, John, I, I mean, where that came out of, and I've got to tell Troy, do you think I, I did a good intro there? <laughs> yeah. Do you think he pumped me up? You were a 10. Wow. That was... The countdown. It, yeah. I'm so used to everyone taking off
1: Donald Trump over the break, you know, with strange voices. Maybe I've been practicing them. How was everyone's break?
0: Fantastic. Amazing. Excellent. Good. Beautiful. How come Uh,
1: you all look so tan and I'm pasty faced? It's uh, my Irish heritage, I think.
0: (laughs) Well, Tom, uh, your Greek Greek heritage is coming through. So what happens with with, with Greeks, John? What it is is it's two and a half hours in the sun. Like, I can do an auction on a Saturday <laughs> and I'll rock up on Monday and people will say, where well, have you been? To Hawaii. Really? And I've actually just been a Haberfield. <laughs> and all I do is I get a burnt nose. That's all I get <laughs> yeah. I get from
1: two and a half hours auctioneering is a burnt burnt well, burnt nose. Well,
0: well, John, you must realise that there must be some benefits having been brought up a Greek. All these things when I was a young kid, oh, he's a Greek, he's a Greek. But look at our great pigment. Now, you
1: know? now, exactly. So
0: um, I went to... I think one of the best parts of the world, Byron Bay. Have you been to Byron Bay? Yeah, job? we
1: have an office there. Beautiful. I mean, you can say about so many places up and down the coast of Australia and indeed inland um, of you know, some of the best places in the world, but Byron Bay, it's very hard to beat.
0: Well, you've. Uh, it's funny you say that because um, I'm doing work with uh, David um, at Byron Bay office David Mills? Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. He, he David co-owns Byron Bay with extraordinary
0: Extraordinary um, um, oh. business. I was there. And, He's a free um, David. He's a um, I was there the other day. Um, and uh, they're quite incredible what they do there. But I just can't get over the fact that the price bracket in Byron Bay is, uh, it's very common to see $8 million properties, mm. $7 million properties.
1: We sold one before Christmas, Troy. It went several million above reserve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was one of Ian and Nick's listings. Incredible.
2: The other thing is the development that's happening in the surrounding areas of Byron. It's really starting to. Well, it always has been. Which I'm amazing. sure a lot of the
1: locals, by the way, would be hating. Yeah. Because it's a you know, very sort of a green environment up there, which Correct. is fantastic. So but a beautiful the, spot. Yeah. Beautiful
2: yeah. spot. If you manage to get up there, Tallows Beach, all those kind of amazing places that you can just wander. Um, that's
1: one of the great things of our industry, I guess, especially the roles that. That we get where you do get the ability to travel and visit offices, and not only meet amazing people but see amazing places. I mean, I was at Toowoomba not that long ago, Troy. You know, up there, and I think Toowoomba is a fantastic city that before we'd opened a franchise, I'd never been to, had the pleasure. Yeah. So that that is one of the uh, one of the fun things. Did you get the opportunity to do any reading over the break? Because that's what a lot of people do over Christmas, isn't it? They read or they... Well, go. I
0: did, uh, John, I text you when I was in, in Byron because I started reading the first few pages of Tools of the Titan by Tim Ferriss, and you said to me... One uh, of the best books I've I'm read. reading it. You're, you're reading it at the same time, I think. Incredible. Th- extraordinary book, isn't
1: Unbelievable. it? Unbelievable. Look, I, I think I love Tim Ferriss, and many of the people who went to Eric a couple of years ago would remember that Tim was a huge hit a couple of years ago at ARIC, and... Um, but this particular book, my understanding, Tom, is that he is a prolific note-taker, Ferris, himself. Mm-hmm. As, as a student, forgetting the fact that he now coaches and teaches a lot of people, he's a prolific note-taker. So every time he goes to a seminar, gives a speech, does an interview, he takes all these copious notes and he's keeping them in all these journals. And he decided that he was going to go back through all his like, last five years, call it, of journals and notes. And then as he was going through it, he thought, this is gold. Why don't I put this together in a book? Mm. Which is, thank God, he, he did. So basically, it's one of the thickest books I've ever seen. It's like Gone yeah. with the Wind in Depth and, and yeah. weighs a couple of kilos. But it's got these really small little chapters. You know, some of them are two, three pages. They take, you know, a couple of minutes to read. And, and it's basically the distillation of the best ideas and the best advice and the best thoughts that people have given him in the last four or
0: five years. It's 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 incredible. John, I actually think the title of the book meets the contents. It's not an oversold job. Mm. Tools of the Titan. Mm. This is a, 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 a clear... And some of the insights... The thing that I've found interesting about Tim Ferriss is he's not a person that you can turn around and say he built this extraordinary business or built this thing, but he's had one thing. He's been very curious mm. on all assets of life and business. And mm. that book's got a lot on health. Mm. It's got mm. things on time management. It's got things on um, uh, risk. It's, it's, it seems to cover every topic, but it's a, a good book. Uh, Troy, any anything that you read? Yeah, I, I picked
2: up one that I have read previously, and I thought, why not? I saw it on the shelf, and I thought, great guy, Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. Crush it. Gary Vee. Yeah. Gary, Gary Vee. Vee. Yeah. I just thought... Why not? I haven't. It's always one of those books that gets me really motivated and inspired and kind of, you know, the thank you economy and all those ones that he's done previously. But Crush It was just something that I just picked up and by chance I really enjoyed it. I mean,
1: well, he and Grant Cardone are arguably two of the hottest
0: speakers around the planet at the moment.
1: Yeah, agree. I mean, they're fantastic.
0: There's yeah. something about Gary Vee, though. Well, we've got, a, we've got a treat for our... our um, Eric attendees 2017 mm-hmm. uh, with with Gary V and we won't talk uh, too much about it yeah. here but He'll certainly be um, playing a starring role no yeah. from a, from afar that. didn't yeah. you know I didn't
2: know
1: that oh well, there you go oh, the yeah. it's made my day yeah. <laughs> you need to speak to our people <laughs> that's so, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Gary, no it's really it's really yeah. I, I love the you know you're talking before something about him it's the energy yeah. So even if you kind of don't speak English and you listen to him, you get uplifted. And that's one of the things I think... Yeah, you because know, this podcast is about success and getting ahead and all those sort of things. You know, one of the misunderstood things is around energy. A lot of people don't understand that it's not just what you say, it's how you say it. Mm. And the energy, and I think Gary Vee and Cardone and, and Ferris in a different style, they are uplifting. And you kind of want to listen to more of what they've got to say, and they tell great stories, and they use great metaphors. And you feel excited, you know, because I, I listen to Gary V regularly on his podcasts and, and so forth. Yeah. So uh, it's really important energy. So because I think we, today we're going to talk a little bit about just starting the year. I think one of the key things is to do an energy check around, you know, how is your energy? So firstly, you've got to start, Tom, I think, with, so, you know, how was last year for you? And mm-hmm. is there any unfinished business? Because some people kind of haul their luggage and their, their baggage into the new year and they've got anger about something Tommy. they might could have resentment they got frustration my view is you should have left that all on new year's eve in the prior year and you should clean the slate the the opportunity is phenomenal for everyone listening to this and everyone not listening to this the opportunity to have your best year in 2017 is is clear but a lot of people they're dragging in so the first thing i'd say is you know make sure you've you know, you, you've cleaned the slate for the new year. Secondly is what have you learned from last year? And, and Tim Ferriss gives a great podcast. And and you, if you're not listening to Ferriss' podcast, to our listeners, go onto it and listen. Download his podcast app uh, and and listen to him. But he talks about what I learned in 2016. He's got mm. some great insights there, just four or five little things that he really learned. And they're great. So, you know, what did you learn in 2016? And what is your plan for 2017? Mm. Do you have a plan? I, I, My guest, Troy, unfortunately, and we've got the smart brigade that listened to us, unfortunately, I would think 80% of people are sitting there listening. And if you were with us now and I said, can you show us your plan? 80% would say no. Yeah. Oh, well, I want to do better. I'd like to do a million GCI, or whatever. But that's not a plan. That's kind of like a goal, a single goal. So how are you going to do the million GCI? tell me three things you're going to change in your listing, what are four new prospecting initiatives that you're going to undertake, what are you going to stop doing from last year because you found out it just didn't work for you, what are you going to start doing, what innovation, new activities, new rituals and habits are you going to undertake, what are you going to continue doing, what worked last year that you might want to ramp up for this year. So I think it's really important that people have that, that plan and then they stick to it and you know. I don't care how damn good you are, and your plan is. It's not going to happen overnight.
0: Right, John, just before coming to um, the podcast that we're doing out of um, um, Elite, which have been kind enough to yeah. give us their office. Sam and Mark, Sam, great people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a, a, a coaching uh, meeting with uh, with a client, and it was that I um, it was their first day back at work, and I said, "So, what's your plan?" And they opened up their folder, and it went like this: I've got to get. Seven listings, five sales. This is the prospecting I've got to do. Let me show you my 12-month marketing calendar. It was per month, was it? Per month. Ran through and showed exactly what was happening. February, March, April. So they had this uh, Easter competition. They had this thing with the surf life-saving. Every month had touch points in the community. And she said it would be very difficult for me not to achieve it if this is executed. So, what you're saying is, have a plan. Well,
1: it's like a roadmap, Tommy. Yeah. yeah. If you want to get from A to B, you don't just got to get in your car and hope you head there. You work out before, you nowadays pop it in your GPS, it gives you a route to get there, and you get there inevitably. Now, sure, there's some lights and some traffic jams along the way, and that's life's like that, but you will get there if you have a plan. But most people just don't have a plan. So, I love. Yeah. Uh, whoever that lady was I loved her, her and, and, clarity and around that and
0: just making reference to that GPS I think it's important because I think that sometimes people do enter it into the GPS but along the way they get distractions and yeah. they'll say oh I'll, I won't Divert. i'll, I'll yeah. divert I'll, there, there's a there's a shorter way there's no need for me to make these th- these oh, calls off, yeah. you know and i think a lot of people that are very good they they're married to the process mm-hmm. not to the outcome and mm-hmm. they don't make decisions based on days they make decisions based on a longer period of time 100%. but uh, guys i want to ask you i had another coaching conversation with someone today as well and they said to me
1: are you doing stuff on the side, you are yeah. telling Troy? There's, you're doing a lot of things. Byron Bay, the young lady.
2: Tom's obviously got a plan,
1: John. Are you moonlighting? Johnny,
0: <laughs> I, I like that. I've got a plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, Keep going. And I want to get your feedback into this. They said to me, I've come back. My trousers feel tight around my stomach. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling good. Um, I don't have anything happening in terms of listings. And to be honest with you, I felt like just going straight back home. I've got no energy levels. That it's was what, like someone your coaching said to you. Yes, that was the first 30 hmm. seconds of the conversation. So felt uncomfortable because had the whole month off, put on a few kilos, has come back. There's no listings there, had taken four or five weeks off and not feeling optimistic. What do you say to that person? Well, that, that's, I,
1: I love that metaphor or that, that story because um, a lot of people like that. I mean, you know, as they say, shit happens in life. And sometimes it happens over Christmas. So wherever you're at, it's a matter of... It doesn't matter what's happened to you because if you haven't had a disaster, if you haven't had a a bad thing happen to you recently, don't worry, it's coming. Mm. It happens to all of us in in different ways. And sometimes it's health, sometimes it's relationships, sometimes it's business. But inevitably... And I actually don't necessarily see that as a bad thing because I actually my own experience, I'm sure you guys are the same, is they're the things that make you a better person, make you more grateful, more humble, and better skilled because you need to navigate through them and you need to elevate your thinking and your energy above them, otherwise you get caught there. Well, when I say you need to, well, hopefully you do. Some people do get stuck there. So first thing I would say is, you know, life in this country, in this industry is amazing. So ask yourself, what is it that's causing you to be flat? And you need to be able to ask yourself honest, direct, direct, And be brutally honest in your own replies to yourself what is it because there is no reason why you shouldn't be feeling good in 2017 in the world of real estate in australia or new zealand or in fact anywhere in the world there's just incredible opportunity then you need to kind of start working out well why are you feeling like that And some people say well i've been in the industry 20 years my view is i've been in it 30 odd years and i still feel excited every day because i'm learning it's not about you know can i make enough money to live in fact it's not even about money it's around mastery and living your life blissfully and surrounding yourself with things and people and experiences that are uplifting every day. If you then so the moral of that story, Tom, is if your goal is around I want to earn X dollars, problem is when you get there, what happens? You've got yeah. to the top of Everest yep. and you're staring there saying, Well, I've done it. So what you need to do is be continually looking for what and it's not just all about, well, more money, more goals around financial. If you if you want to, that's fine as well. But it's around what do you want in your life, what experiences, what skills do you want to pick up? Because there are people earning a million dollars, I think, living not great lives. Mm. As you just mentioned, Tom, There, there's health issues, there's people that are in abusive-style relationships, either being the abuser or the abusee, there's people that are not growing other areas of their life. And, you know, Dr. Fred, many years ago, talked about life being primary and business is just a great way to fund life and have great experiences. So, so, John,
0: I, I um, was reading some of the content that you've been putting together for the playbook yeah. for Million Dollar Agent Bootcamp, and there was a quote, uh, and it might be your quote, or it might be you making a reference to someone's, and it's about make sure that you, the ladder that you're climbing is being put up the ro- on the right yeah. building, right? Yeah. Um, make
1: sure the ladder of success is leaning against the right wall. So yeah, okay. it wasn't my quote, but it's a good one.
0: Yeah, and and John, I don't think, and Troy, you'd say that there's any person that got into real estate that had a goal to write a million dollars to become fat, unhealthy, depressed, marital problems, Divorced, yeah, right? That's not the plan, but for a lot of people, that's the way that the path goes, and but the, they're still successful. The beauty
1: now, Tom and Troy, I think, is you can kind of have it all, mm. and, and I don't say that literally, because someone that says, oh, I want to you know, uh, double my income but only work three months of the year. Well, at some point, common sense has got to, you know, you've got to check yourself. Can you double your income and work a bit less? Yes. Can you make sure that you're more dollar productive and spend a lot more time with your family and in the gym? Yes. But it doesn't mean you can kind of work three months of the year. So I think it, it, it's around, uh, you know, being smart, around what are your goals, have financial goals, have health goals, have adventure goals, have community give back goals, mm-hmm. I mean, one of the greatest things I think about success that you know, certainly is, is, is my feeling around what feels the best is being able to contribute back things, mm-hmm. whether that's knowledge, coaching people that kind of are friends that their business is in trouble and they can't afford you as a coach but you want to help them anyway, whether it's community and charity of course are incredible ways to, to uplift yourself and feel better. Um, so I think it's really, really important that you have a balanced set of goals. They call it in business now a balanced scorecard. And and you look at all those areas, of life, because I have seen people, as you guys have, that are earning seven figures and sometimes multiple multiples of seven figures, and they're feeling depressed. Yeah. Which, as you were saying, so have it. What is it that you're feeling like that? And then work your way through it. Get some coaching. Get some inspiration. I mean, we got to, we might talk a bit later about our boot camp upcoming, and this is not an ad for it. But I got to tell you that, you know, you got to put yourself in a group of people that are like minded, that are excited. That might even be having the same challenges as you, yeah. and you know, break through them together. Funny over the break, time, I I, uh, I lost a few kilos in weight because I was feeling at the end of last year; it'd been a long, tough year in some so ways. So you've lost five. Lost five kilos over, uh, in three three and a bit weeks actually, and um, but I did it with Anthea and Paul. You know Anthea and yeah. Paul very well, so do you, yep. Troy? Two of my closest friends, and we did it together. And I go to tell you, we sat down one day, and we we're all feeling a bit the same. Yeah, you know, all of us are pretty healthy, but we all felt a bit sluggish, and you know, had a couple of extra kilos. And we said, OK, let's do this. And so we sat down on the back of a napkin in a cafe one day. We said, what are we going to do? And so basically, I'll tell you, because it only takes 10 seconds, we said we're going to cut out sugar, uh, dairy, grain, so basically bread, yeah. rice, pasta, uh, and any processed foods. And we don't sort of drink alcohol and drink soft drinks, but they were the key things. I, I, I like sugar. You know, I like sweet things. So we cut those out and upped our exercise a bit. And we'd check in each day with each other, either, you know, just randomly or we'd catch up. So this
0: happened day. after New Year's? Yeah, I think or it was right. after.
1: But yeah, it doesn't matter for me because I'm not a big party person. So it wouldn't have mattered when I did it. It was just a matter to do it. But to do it with friends, I've got to tell you, because we caught up several nights a week for dinner and we were all eating the same stuff, which was all delicious, by the way. There was no discomfort or starvation here. It was really just eating, you know, good quality produce and, and, and chicken and meat and fish and salad and vegetables and fruit. That's all we ate really for the last three weeks and you know, and, and did a little bit more exercise than we were previously doing. And then all of a sudden, three weeks, five kilos have gone and I feel 100% better, as do they. Moral of the story is, if you do stuff with friends or in a group, now you can do it in your office, you can do it with your coach, you can do it with your spouse, you can do it with your best friend, you can form a group, you can join your, you've got a coaching Real session. Estate co- gym, Real yeah. estate gym. Real yeah. um, You can come to Eric. There's a whole, different, whole, whole range of things you can do, but it does help you because when things get a little bit tough and you know there's someone else it's the end of the phone if you want them, but they they're going through the same sort of thing. It's very helpful.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just I I think that there's lots of surveys and research that suggest that people's income is mirrors the people that they hang around the most. 100%. There's a lot of research that suggests the productivity. Of people mirrors the people that they hang out with. Yep. You find that people that are exercisers hang out with exercisers. You find out people that clubbing hang around with other clubbers. So after a while, it's pretty much you become the person that you you um, hang out with.
1: It's funny you say that because I was talking to another friend of mine uh, who's also a kind of a, an associate, and you know uh, he got involved with the wrong crew, mm. and got into some substances that he kind of regrets he did, and he's now trying to unhook himself from that. Real life. You know, mm. we talk about real life issues here in this business. And there's a lot of people, unfortunately, there's a lot of people in our industry that go down yeah. that track. It seems to be that people, you know, they're quite social, they're quite gregarious, they get a few bucks and all of a sudden they start looking at the dark side of life, which is a, a funny... And you, it's funny how quotes and they stick with you, Tom. Many years ago, I remember you saying at an event I was at, if you don't want to slip over, don't hang out with, in slippery spots. Yeah. Words to that effect. And I said the same thing to him because what happened is he actually unhooked himself from all this. Then he went out on a weekend night out with some people that were in that scene. Yeah. And I gave him that quote, and he said, "That's a great quote." And I quoted you. I said, "Well, yeah. it's a friend of mine that I didn't invent it, but it's one of the better quotes I've heard." You know, your ha- environment plays a big part in your life. The office you work, the people you hang out with, the friends that you hang out with after hours. Uh, All those things. Well, your
0: friends become your coaches. If you think about it, they act as what becomes normal in your behaviour because they might not say it, but you actually look like you're the weird one when you go against a group of people Mm. that have got a certain code of values, um, a certain code of um, ethics, a certain code of rules, and. They must. They have certain must that they're non negotiable. Non yeah. negotiable.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. And and the the other quote, funny as you are saying that, I was thinking of Tony Robbins' quote, which was, "If you want to change your life fast, raise your standards. Mm. Mm. Raise your standards about all those things." Yeah. No, it's good. So I, I, I know we've spoken a bit about some non business stuff here, but this is really you know, this is life in real estate. In fact, as I, I remember, when I was getting ready for MDA boot camp, and I was sort of thinking through what are the key things and and. For me, one of the things is what your most important KPI is not about how many calls you make a day. It's how you feel every day. Mm. If you feel fantastic, that's other people are going to feel that too. If you're genuinely excited in an authentic way, not as kind of pump up your tyres just to pretend, you really love what you're doing, you, you, know, you love helping people, you love real estate, you love property, all those sort of things, that energy just everywhere you go, it's like this kind of halo around you that attracts people to you. And, and so I think it's really important that, you know, you feel healthy, mm. feel good about yourself, feel good about your friends, you feel good about the contribution you're making to your family, friends and community and colleagues. You know, I'm, if people are generous with colleagues, you know, I hate seeing these agents that hide listings in the bottom drawer and they haggle over, oh, well, that's not your buyer, it's my buyer. I've always taken mm. the view. Well before I owned my business, when I was just a young starting salesman, I wanted to be generous, And I figure if you're generous, occasionally someone takes advantage of you. But most of the time, people say, wow, okay. And they want to reciprocate. So, yeah, I mean, there's a whole mixed bag of stuff there. But hopefully, you know, we just wanted to kick off the year and and welcome our listeners back. We're back. We're back. We're
0: back. And and, um, uh, before we finish off, we might actually just uh, remind people that uh, our listeners particularly, because Million Dollar Agent Bootcamp has actually been created by the community that we've got through the podcast. It's new, right? This is a new idea. Correct. So one of your great ideas. Okay, so, so see, John came up with the idea of the podcast. And you've and come I, up with the idea I, of the boot camp. I, 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 I extended it. So, it's a team um, effort, guys. So, so million, million Dollar Agent <laughs> Boot Camp is about being able to, apart from to be talking to people where we have our conversations each week, Um, And we're going to continue having them for all of 2017 and hopefully for many, many years. Mm. But there is a group of guys and girls that have said, we want more. We want face-to-face. We want closer contact. We want something that's more prescriptive. We want to actually be a part of a community. And we want to feel like we're actually joining a coaching group for a whole year. A lot of people use the words, Tom, like plan or blueprint. Yeah,
1: Because, you know, I, I hopefully people listen to this, I guess by definition, if you're listening, you're getting something out of it. But they get, you know, little ideas around this and little snippets around that and a good quote here and a good book to read. But And that's all good, hopefully, and, and we want people to keep listening for all of those things. But some people have said, you know, we really want like an A to Z hmm. manual because we kind of know how to do well in real estate. But we want to know how to be a master of this industry and, and you know we're on a Bible, if you like, of the industry, and that 's really where you and I, when we sat down before Christmas and we decided to do this, we felt that would be the po- that would be a point of difference a couple of things I think Troy. one was we 're going to start with an intensive three day mm. and if you come to that and you don't transform yourself totally and walk away after three days a brand new person, come and see me i 'll give you money back because it 's not going to happen so it 's a three day intensive A to Z manual like an instruction guide on how to be a master at real estate. But then the other thing, so they they wanted that. The other thing, Tom, I think, you know, I got feedback from you is they wanted some ongoing contact throughout the year. Now, unfortunately, some are in Perth, some are in Auckland, some are in Melbourne, so we weren't able to get around to each and every city around Australia. But I I think in the MDA, if people go online and have a look at it, you'll see that there is an ongoing dialogue that's going to be quite intimate with with this group of people that embarks on our adventure with us. And you know, there's going to be this kind sort of alumni mm. group of people, and we're going to be having regular touch points. Some of them will be you know, via technology, like a webinar-style catch-up. Some of them will, will be face-to-face in different cities. Mm. But yeah, you know, it's not about come to the course, take the Bible home, and just you know apply it. Mm. We're going to have ongoing conversations because what I love is people are going to go in the field, do it. They're going to find that 75% works brilliantly, and 25% for them is not working yet. Mm. So then they can check in at the next you know catch up day when we all are together and we're going to have great opportunities where we're going to work through people's challenges and blockages and issues in a in a, a very private and exciting ways because we want breakthroughs yeah, it's about d- transformation and breakthrough d-
0: generally speaking a transformation and breakthrough doesn't happen with someone sitting on their iPhone watching a YouTube video, it's yeah. normally something a little bit more intense in that. Yeah. It's someone that's basically had burned the bridges, come in and said, "I am um, failure's not an option. I'm going all in." And that they go through this process, and um, as you've indicated, John, this is more than just a manual with blank lines for you to take a few notes. This is about people working on themselves making major choices and decisions and walking away out on the 22nd of February and having a clear path.
1: Yeah, so it's only a few weeks away, right? Yeah, Correct. exciting. Yeah. I didn't, actually yeah. didn't realize it was
0: that close. That's yeah. very cool. And it set you up for the rest of this year, but more importantly, for the rest of your real estate career. So mdabootcamp.com, the investment for the whole year is nineteen fifty, which works out to being about $40 a week. So even if you're not that agent who's writing a million dollars, I think if you are buying shares in yourself, you're worth $40 a week.
1: Yeah. yeah no, I, well, and, and if you don't like it, come and see us because yeah. I don't want anyone paying for it not getting the value. Yeah. But I know that anyone that comes is going to get the value, which is great. Um, before we finish, of course, our very dear sponsors.
0: Realestate.com.au, who um, I have to say, well, obviously um, I work for News. And REA and news uh, uh, are associated. Uh, associated. And I've been um, exposed to some of the stuff that realestate.com.au um, are doing that provides real estate agents with information on how a vendor and a buyer is thinking And I just thought to myself, that's absolutely incredible. And the reason why is that they have so much data points of consumers. The problem with us is
1: as agents, we think like agents. No matter how hard you try, it's very hard to divorce yourself from where this side of the conversation. And yet these guys, because they are, I guess, far more uh, independent, really, because they run the site that all the consumers come to. And by the way, all the agents come to as well. So they kind of run that meeting point and, uh, yeah, they do you, come you up You nailed that there, John.
0: We we look at it as Tom Panos doing the listing presentation. But what you've got to be doing is, what does John and Sally think when they're making a decision? And what realestate.com do is they make us think like um, uh, John and Sally. Yeah,
1: yeah. so they're very good. They've got a big research team down there in Melbourne. And they're always doing great stuff. And, of course, Nigel Dalton, who will be speaking at ARIC, yeah, uh, coming up. And he's phenomenal. I've been... had. Great pleasure in listening to Nigel on a few occasions, and each time it's different because he's always learning and technology is changing. So I won't I won't spoil his uh, rain on his prey, but he's got some very interesting things he's going to talk about and some uh, examples he's going to show on stage.
0: So so, at ARIC. so I've, got, I've got
2: to see this program. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting excited. I can't believe it. You've been holding out on me, guys. Yeah, so
0: so Eric, <laughs> program's just been finalised just for people to. Brochure's going out this week. Isn't yeah, he? the the, diar- the diary notes. Um, is that it is um, Saturday, Sunday... Sunday, Monday. Sunday, Monday of May. I think it's 28th and 29th. 29th I think it is. And then um, the day that we've got with Million Dollar Agent Boot Camp follows ARIC. Right. Um, so it's been uh, set that way. For so those
1: people that do the first three-day boot camp, yeah. we hope then they'll come to Eric because most of them will because yeah. they're the learners. And then they stay for another day, and Correct. then we're going to on the Gold Coast. Correct. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. fantastic! We'll have a lot of fun. Yeah. Very good. You're going to hang around, Troy.
0: You're you're part of that of program. <laughs> That's Troy, uh, Troy um, you look a million dollars as usual. Best dressed person on the podcast. You've been in Melbourne last I've been week. Been in Melbourne. Yeah, I've been in Melbourne. It's last not a week. big
1: rap, Troy. Best dress <laughs> first on the podcast. You're only angry. competing with Tom and I that I'm are goodness. both less than best dressed. Even so. my daughter said, when you going to buy some new jeans, Tom? But congratulations Troy, you do look good.
2: Yeah. I was wondering where you were going with that. Uh, I have been in Melbourne and I'm back down tomorrow uh, around the grounds down there. You which like is, Melbourne? I do. Oh, I yeah, what Melbourne. a great spot. What a great time in the last couple of weeks, the tennis and absolutely. Just on a, on a note, that final of Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer has to go down. I've never been yeah. Incredible. so engaged with the game. Talk about two champions, but also the respecting of the heritage. I think yeah. that plays a lot about someone's character. Mm, and I know yeah. we talk a lot about character, but yeah. mm. you see a lot of the modern-day tennis players kind of have ego and those types of things that we also associate with real estate agents. But with those two guys, the way they embraced um, Rod Laver yeah. after the final and they had respect for those people... I think, can say a lot about what it looks like in a business relationship as well. Yeah. Respect your competitors, but also respect for people that have gone before and the process of real estate.
0: I think, I think Jim Courier was commentating last night, and I think he summed it up best. He said, look, tennis has been great for Federer and Nadal, but the reality is tennis has won out of having two of those people as being Brilliant. at the top of their game. Well, what I love about now that we're on this
1: topic Let's just start our next podcast. May as well keep (laughs) going. Sorry. Um, Federer. No, but yeah, Federer. And and look, I don't know Nadal as well, and I'm not an avid tennis follower, but what a gentleman. Mm. And that's what I love, and that's what I keep crying out in this industry because we have Federer's of real estate, right? There are people that are amongst the best on the planet in Australia and New Zealand and and are listening to our podcast, some of them now. I just hope that they have that same level of humility and mm. gratitude that Federer seems to show. He's quiet, he's, he's uh, humble, um, he's grateful for every gift that's been bestowed upon him. He's a family man with great values by the looks of things, just, yeah. you know, when he talks about stuff. And i that makes him, to me, ten times more successful than if he was just a great tennis player. Yeah. So, you know, we learn every area of life teaches us, and, and I think, you know, you're right, Troy.
0: Phil, Phil Harris summed it up, and we'll finish up. He said to me just before Christmas, Tom, ego is the killer. Yeah. And I think uh, very true. it's so true. Ego true. is and, the and killer. And there
1: you go. That's from, from one of Australia's one of the yeah. setterers in real estate. Yeah. Uh, Phil Harris, one of the great agents that I've seen in 30 years of real estate. Yeah. But it's very true. Yeah. And, and I just get so um, frustrated, upset when I see people and I think, you know... All you're doing is selling a lot of houses. That's fantastic, but don't let it go to your head, because mm. when it goes to your head, my respect for you just kind of just goes with it. Yeah. So yeah, interesting. So back to REA. Thank you for sponsoring us. Are they sponsoring us this year again? They sure are. are. Or do we just give them uh, a free plug,
0: t- which I don't mind if that's okay. <laughs> no. Uh, They're
1: continuing to sponsor us. We get two coffees. No, just joking.
0: They, they, they <laughs> John, they see tremendous talent out of us. They see they see extraordinary <laughs> content. They Troy, they see. Good sound coming out of your... Are they Rhodes or Sennheiser's? Sennheiser's speakers. Yep. So they, they they love the whole package. And realestate.com, thank you. It's a pleasure to walk side by side with you for another year. Yeah. So, so uh, um, lots
1: of good stuff happening. We will be back in a week's time. Yeah, we're back. And we're going to be back every week until next Christmas, which is exciting. And we will tell our, our listeners lots of stories and we'll tell it real. Yep. As it happens to us. We don't sugarcoat stuff on uh, MDA podcast. No.
0: Um, so it's we're for, looking, John it's 4.30 I'm just thinking you're, you're starving now aren't you because you only eat once a day in your new well, I regime I didn't say
1: that but that's true no to, to finish off <laughs> I've been doing daily fasting so for the last three weeks I've been uh, having no breakfast no lunch and just dinner And uh, this part, but, but no it's not because of course Tom as you would know your stomach shrinks when you eat less back to its normal natural state which is far smaller than most of our stomachs get when we overeat and uh, so I feel a lightness and a clarity, I, I don't feel starving at any point. I'm looking forward to dinner as 6 o'clock comes around but it's not around that. And one of the things, Tim Ferriss, as you might remember Tom, at the opening of his book and he tells a couple of stories and one of them is about Siddhartha, who is a, I think he was a, a Buddhist monk. And he talks about one of the, his skills is fasting and he talks about, you know in life, it's all about strength and discipline. If you have strength and discipline, you can do anything. And so he said fasting other than this physiological or health benefits of fasting it's a mindset it's a strength it's like meditation and it's like you know people do a whole range of things which do require a level of willpower and discipline to do them on a regular basis and uh, so he talked just coincidentally i'd already made the decision to do this at the, about the same time as i got tools of titans but uh, fasting i think is an interesting but please uh, read up about it don't just jump in i'm not a doctor i'm not a nutritionist but I just know what really works and makes me feel good. Um, so, so that's good. So we've covered everything today.
0: Health, real estate. Why don't um, we start a health
1: podcast? Well, look at us. No, that would be ridiculous, we've, we've, it? We cover everything as it is.
0: We're going coming into NRL season soon. Soon we'll be talking about I do about want to have that. Anthea on, though,
1: our mutual, yes. all yeah. our mutual friend, Anthea, because I really want this industry not just to do great work and be very successful. I want it to be far healthier than I suspect it is because
0: I see a lot of people unhealthy. And so my I gym her. members loved her, John. I had her, she came into industry oh, media right. yeah, she did. and um, she, uh, and I was, I was uh, surprised at the amount of people that said I needed to hear that, yeah. um, which says to me that there, ha- there is a big appetite for people and energy and health. She's very practical, fitness. right? Which is yes. what I love about
1: She'll talk about stuff and she'll say, these are the myths. Don't worry about this, this and this. But these are some things that I thought were actually pretty good for you. I mean, I know soy is one she has an interesting opinion on, which is not all that positive, depending on where it comes from and stuff. But I always thought, well, soy is fantastic for you, and and yet have subsequently found out that maybe not all of it is. So that was good. And, of course, a lot of people talk about red meat being not good for you, and she has a very positive view if it comes from the right place. So Mm -hmm. free-range farms that look after their animals and so on and so forth. same with sort of, um, you know, sort of uh, eggs and and everything. So... So she's, I think it would so, be good to have her on early-ish in the year. We should talk... To her. So,
0: so, John, for anyone that wants to, uh, can't wait till she's on, if they go to tompanos.com.au yep. there's actually um, her information. Perfect. There's a short video... Um, there's, um, she's written a great book. So there's, um, and she looks like yeah.
1: Nigella too. She's yeah. very yes. easy on the eye. She's yeah. gorgeous, amazing, she's got Greek, and, and she's Greek. That's she's right, got, Greek she's heritage,
0: Greek, Greek blood. So, <laughs> uh, okay, okay, guys, girls, we'll, we'll see, we'll see, you, next see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.